welcome. This is an awesome podcast. This yeah. is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> to the Jeff. It's a lot of whiskey, Jeff. Macalino. Jeff Macalino. 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 Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Jeff Macalino Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for uh, sharing with a friend uh, the ratings for the last two weeks. Set a new record, as uh, they've done basically all year. So thank you for continuing to listen. Uh, I am very appreciative, and uh, the more listens I get, the more motivated I, I am to continue to provide you with entertainment. Let's dive right in today. Uh, today, I've got Mike Famelont. Uh, he is a Bigfoot researcher, uh, producer, and lead investigator from Northwest New Jersey. Uh, as you can imagine, I talked to him about Bigfoot or Sasquatch, Sasquatch <laughs> or the Yeti, uh, all, all the same thing by different names. Uh, he talks about his first experience slash encounter uh, that happened in North Florida. Uh, he'll tell that story pretty early on in this one. Uh, he also started a uh, TV show called In the Shadow of Big Red Eye. Uh, it's currently in filming their fifth season. So he's got a lot of content. You can check out his YouTube channel uh, for all of those episodes. Uh, I say in the uh, podcast, I tell him it reminds me a lot of the Survivor Man uh show series that uh, Les Stroud did uh, that I always found uh, entertaining. So talk a lot about that, some Bigfoot theories, some really interesting uh, stories and uh, hypotheses get discussed. So check this out. It was a lot of fun. Uh, also, hey guys, this video is sponsored by our friends at Geology. This is the award-winning men's skincare company that will formulate a customized skincare routine just for you using a handful of powerful, proven ingredients that have been trusted by dermatologists for decades. Uh, if you suffer from acne, dark eye circles under your eyes, wrinkles, or sensitive skin, look no further. If you just don't want to look like a Bigfoot and you want to look like a young man, uh, get started by going on Geology's website, taking their quick 30-second diagnostic quiz, and their team of dermatologists will design and ship a regimen directly to your door. It's that simple. Uh, they sent it to me, and it's great. I got their everyday face wash, vital morning face cream, repairing night cream, and nourishing eye cream. Head over to Geology using the link in my show notes below uh, that ends in JMAC50. That'll get you a discount and let them know that I sent you, which you know, it's basically helping me help you, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours. Um, so head over to geology uh, and keep your skin looking good, or if it doesn't look good, get it looking good. Um, all right, I'll see you on the flip side. Enjoy uh, this episode with me and Michael Famelont. Right, everyone. I am now very pleased to welcome uh, Mike Famalant. Famalant. There it God is. Damn it. There Mike Famalant. Not even. Podcast. Not even a minute ago. Not even a minute <laughs> before we started recording, we got that taken care of. <laughs> do you, do you, 
do you know how terrible it is? I realize what an idiot I am. I wrote <laughs> on my paper, I wrote uh, A-U-N-T to help me pronounce it, except for mm. I don't call people aunt. I call them aunt. <laughs> <laughs> so I, it, I read my own notes and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, it's Mike Famelant, second yes. one. We're, and we're off to a great start. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for having me, by the way. I know, uh, like we were saying before uh, the show, we kind of got uh, messed up in our scheduling. So I'm glad that we finally both got together. Yes. Yeah. And and, and uh, for the listener, just to full disclosure, I've got a uh, gigantic uh, sandwich just delivered to me that was a little bit later than it was supposed to arrive. So if you hear chewing noises, um, it is not Bigfoot. It is me trying to eat a... Uh, gigantic uh monster sandwich from uh portillo's <laughs> so we'll 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 <laughs> we'll see how this one goes um so if you if you hear uh chewing noises it's me if you hear orgasm noises that's probably mike yeah um <laughs> but mike so you are a big footer is that the uh yeah I, I would i would classify myself as a bigfoot researcher um Hunters intend that we kind of go out and try to kill something, but I don't want to kill one of these things. So I prefer the research researcher name. That makes sense. Um, and you have a YouTube channel uh, and a show. Um, In the Shadow of Big Red Eye is the mm -hmm. name of the, the show. Uh, it's fun to watch. It reminds me of uh, a little bit of like the Les Stroud uh, TV show, uh, he actually did a show where he hunted Bigfoot, didn't he? Yeah, he uh, Survivor Man Bigfoot was his uh, his little series, and that's um, that's kind of what uh, I'm I'm really thankful that you said that because that's what I emulate my show to kind of be after. So that's awesome that um, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a uh, the way you shoot it makes it kind of accessible. Um, yeah, and it. It's shot in like an amateur kind of way because I, I want um, like I could get like expensive cameras and stuff like that. But I, I want the whole point of the show is to get more people outside and into nature. So I figure if I do that in an amateur kind of style, then anybody can go out and bring their phone or their camera and film something themselves and make the next in, in the shadow of Big Red Eye. <clears throat> yeah, and that's uh, it's almost uh, a weird side note, but I, I think it's actually watching your thing that's kind of given me the uh idea my brother lives up in north florida and he's got five acres so he's got oh you know woods to explore uh and stuff like that and uh my kids when we go up there other than kind of just walking around outdoors there's not a whole lot for them to do sure um when i was a kid that would have been enough but kids nowadays they <laughs> you know it's good for maybe an hour so I, I said to them, hey, next time we go up, let's write a script and let's shoot a movie in the woods. We just need go. to come up with a with an idea. And uh, my <laughs> I, and it was after watching your stuff. I didn't connect the two until now that I'm like, I got it. It's a Bigfoot movie. Perfect. A, a movie, you know, haven't come up with the concept or the ideas or anything. But I'm like, I have a feeling I'll be playing Bigfoot. Um <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea the concept is still in the brainstorming, but you already know the role. That's good. That's yeah, good well, you first. know, I, I think I'd be more believable than uh, a nine-year-old. Or... 
Although I guess the way you can shoot it, you you could you can manip- they can make Tom Cruise looks like he's look like he's six feet tall. I mean, you could make a nine year old <laughs> look like Bigfoot. I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. There's a will. There's a way. Yeah, but uh, Bigfoot's kind of an interesting thing um, because there's obviously the debate about whether it's real. Um, Bigfoot sightings are always, well, was it Bigfoot? Was it a bear that looked funny? Uh, that kind of thing. Um, what, uh, so how did you kind of get into being a Bigfoot researcher? Yeah. So, um, it's actually kind of a funny story that you're in Florida and your, your brother has property in North Florida, because I was in North Florida where I had my first experience. Um, and we, uh, it got rocks thrown at us. Uh, if you'd like, I'll tell you the story. It was, um, it was uh, so <laughs> I was watching Finding Bigfoot on TV, the, the TV show. And I was like, it's a go on their website and you could uh, go out on an expedition with these guys. And I was like, oh my God, that's the coolest thing. So I was at work. I went online. I got the tickets, very expensive, non-refundable tickets I found out. And uh, boom called up my uh, my fiance at the time and like hon guess what we're doing we're gonna go look for bigfoot in north florida everything is great and then uh like two weeks before the trip uh i broke up and actually moved up to uh the city of tampa and got a job in the ambulance so i was working up there and um i had the the, the thing was coming up right in like a week and a half and i was working with this partner and i like i don't know anybody in tampa so i'm gonna have to ask it's getting down to no, I'm not going to go by myself and I'm not going to not go. <laughs> so I gotta, yeah. <laughs> let's try it. You know? So I was like, Hey, Jimmy, this is going to sound weird, but uh, do you want to go up and look for Bigfoot in North Florida? And, and uh, he was like, he paused for a second. And then he said, I've always wanted to do that. And we are best friends to this day. <laughs> That's uh, any, any indication of how the relationship ended up. Uh, but anyways, so we go up there and nothing happens. We first we get up there and there's this group of like 60 people and we're like, holy crap, there's a lot of people here. We're going to camp away from these people because they're they're weird. They're looking for Bigfoot, right? <laughs> so we camp a little bit, probably 100 yards away from these people and um Oh, it's, I'm, I'm excited just thinking about it because I actually just booked a trip down there uh, coming up in like a month. So I'm excited to get back down there. Um, but anyways, uh, so it was the last night and we tried to do some Bigfoot activity. We tr- did night hikes. We made some vocalization calls. We did all the stuff that you see on TV, but nothing worked. So uh, until the last night and it was like four o'clock in the morning and we were watching a meteor shower. And we hear a tree knock, which is something that a Bigfoot will do, uh, supposedly to communicate. That he'll knock on a tree, or I think it actually kind of claps. Um, so I instantly think, okay, these are the people that are putting on the expedition, you know, because we paid the money to get the entertainment value out of it. So, okay, that's cool. And then we hear a tree knock the complete opposite direction i was like wow these people are pretty good you know and i'm sitting there i'm enjoying it because now we have dinner and a show you know you know we have the the meteor shower we got a show going on and then it starts getting intense because um 
about 10 minutes later, after those tree knocks, a rock uh, landed next to us, about 10 feet away from us. But it was like a, in between a golf ball and a fist-sized uh, rock. So, uh, and that landed like 10 feet away from us. And then I got scared. This is my first time ever camping. So, oh, wow. yeah. So I was an inside kid growing up my whole life. So this, this whole thing was like, not only like the first time I was camping, this was like the first time me like in the woods type of thing. So I get terrified because this is how every horror movie in the world starts. This every, you know, rocks get thrown in the middle of the woods and then somebody dies. And I figured it was going to be me. So I was like, so my, my friend said, Mike, this is, you know, if you want to go sleep in the car, you're more than welcome. And before he could get the sentence done, I had my whole tent. I was shoving it in the back of that car because I was going to be out of there, man. But um, uh, after about 20 minutes in the car, he kind of convinced me. He's like, Mike, this is this is cool. This is what Bigfoot do. Like if we're actually having a Bigfoot thing here then this could be the coolest thing ever. And I'm like, yeah, 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 you're right. So you've talked me out of it. And over the course of the next, I don't know, five, 10 minutes, uh, about four more, about 15 minutes, uh, about four more rocks, fist size kind of landed within five to 10 feet from us. And uh, it was crazy because you hear them coming down through the trees and like they're breaking branches and stuff. So it's not like they're getting tossed from the wood line. You know, these things are coming, they're coming in hot, they're landing with a thud, like, like, like people, it's like they're trying to pick us off is what it feels like, because they're landing so close to us. Um, so, and there's nowhere besides in the car that we could go, it's crazy. Um, so anyways, my friend, he was like, I'm going to throw a rock back at it. And I said, I don't think that's a good idea. Because we have two scenarios and they're both a lose-lose scenario here. We've got A, it's a person, which I think it is throwing rocks at us, or B, it's a Bigfoot, and then you're gonna piss off a Bigfoot. Either way, you're gonna have somebody pissed off and it's not gonna end well. So he throws the rock back at it. And I knew it wasn't a person because right after that, uh, a boulder the size of like a laptop came crashing down through the trees and landed like 10 feet from us. And everything stopped, and that was it. That's what uh, that was the one the one point in my life that was like the fifteen or twenty minutes of my life that changed the whole course of the rest of my life. It's wild. Wow. And that's so. <clears throat> what do you think? I mean, obviously, I don't think anyone's ever claimed to communicate with Bigfoot uh, or a Bigfoot. I guess it wouldn't be a singular being. Um, but do you think there was some playfulness, aggressiveness, uh, just kind of a stay out of my way or, you you know, yeah. look what I well, can do kind of thing? See, my, my theory is because we were a little bit, we were camped further away than everybody else. They didn't get any activity. But since we were further away, we were, I think, a little bit closer to their family group which was Bigfoot was a little agitated because he's like, yo, these people are a little too close to where my kids are. We got to get them out of the area. And as soon as he started throwing rocks, I was ready to leave. It was only because of my friend that we didn't leave. So it would have worked, no question about it. And then I think at the very end, it was pissed. And he was like, fine, well, you know what? Throw a rock back, I'm going to show you. And then boom, hit us with the boulder thing. Didn't hit us, but landed us, you know. 
yeah that 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 kind of seems like a clear message i guess at that point yeah and and nobody it's not a person it's outside of human range i mean i don't i you can't pick up a rock and throw it that far i mean you can't throw a baseball that far the way it was coming down through the trees it's just like i don't know it's just out way not even like not even relatively close to human possibility so what do you think why do you think that there aren't uh, Bigfoot uh, corpses, I guess, is maybe uh, bodies. Yeah, just uh, you obviously you would assume Bigfoot die like every other living being. Sure. Um, and, and maybe maybe there are, you know, uh, photos of dead Bigfoot or something that I've just not seen. You know, I've, I'm not a, no, not a yeah, researcher. No. There was a there was a guy going around with the claim dead Bigfoot for a while a couple years ago and i think he actually made a stop in st petersburg where you are i was going to come down and take a look but i ended up not doing it um but yeah there's um it's it's that's a very simple answer people ask all the time like why is there no bodies where's the bones it's a very common question <laughs> and it's simple because like for example um i live in sussex county new jersey which has the highest density of black bear population east of the mississippi so we got we got plenty of black bear here and I could come across, um, I could count on one hand the number of times I've been hiking and came across a bear in Sussex County, let alone finding a dead one. It's, 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 I ask people all the time, how many times have you come across a bear skull in the woods? And these hunters who have been in the woods for 50, 60 years, their entire lives, they have a brain explosion, a conniption, their head just explodes. And they're like, oh my God, I've never thought about that. So I hadn't either. <laughs> I saw it. That's why I saw your head kind of going. Oh my god! <laughs> it's a, a legitimate point. I mean, do you do you? And this goes for bears too. Do you think they just get eaten? Is that you know? Well, sure. I think um, if you look at where Bigfoot um, Bigfoots are sighted, they're sighted in areas that have high soil acidity. So you take from from uh, something that's just dies to completely completely gone it takes less than two months right and that's not that doesn't include the scavengers we have we have porcupine ravens uh you know all the all the little mammals that come crawling around so i find bones on my property all the time uh deer bones that have just been scattered around and around and you know who knows they could be there could be a bigfoot bone mixed in there but but um I highly doubt it. <laughs> well, and, and yeah, I guess if you just came across a pile of bones, even for a big animal, it would be silly to assume it was a Bigfoot instead of a bear. I mean, yeah, well, know? yeah, sure. I mean, absolutely. Unless it was an obvious, you know, an obvious thing. But again, I think also these these animals are just like, like, um, say, like house cats and, and pets, where they'll go to the deepest, darkest quietest area where they know they're they're going to pass because they don't want to become scavenged upon and i think bigfoot will do the same thing i think they're going to go into the deepest marshes that nobody is ever going to have any chance of getting into and die in there is it uh <clears throat> presumably bigfoot have to be incredibly intelligent to have escaped human interaction. I mean, for the most part, you know, they, they don't, 
<clears throat> they stay off our radar. I mean, right. They're frankly, you know, you know, there's a debate. Uh, there's going to be people watching this or listening to this that are going to say, well, there's no such thing as a Bigfoot. It's, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So well, presuming they exist, they have to be incredibly intelligent. Don't you think? Absolutely. I think um, they would, they just for, the number of years that they've remained elusive and hidden um you know sightings go back all the way to the native americans in fact every native american tribe in north america has a has a story of a bigfoot type creature or a hairy man they didn't call it bigfoot back then um but yeah just the intelligence level bigfoot would have to know that if i interact with these people or if these people see me something bad is going to happen but i don't think they're intelligent enough to make fire i don't think they're intelligent enough to uh I, I think they can communicate um and they have that ability i don't think they have a language right but that's that's kind of where i stand on the on the you know intelligence level of where i think that they are kind of similar to almost like a gorilla maybe right 100 absolutely you can teach them sign language kind of thing but they're yeah. you know you don't yeah. want them to be planet of the apes type intelligence. <laughs> and and the fact is, we don't know how intelligent Bigfoot are. Like you said, if there are Bigfoot out there, I'm still about 70%. I've never seen one. The closest, in, you know, I've had some very close encounters and some, some we've captured some really cool evidence, but I've never actually seen one. So I can't say that they're 100% out there. I've got, uh, I've got a couple of weird theories and, uh, be interested to to see if if these are ones you've heard uh oh, sure. or, or 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 if you've ever thought of, of anything like this so one that kind of just popped into my head is if you if you follow the whole evolution train of the human species maybe this is just a branch of humans you know that's you know we evolved from monkeys allegedly mm -hmm. uh or, or somewhat i guess i'm probably oversimplifying it Maybe this is a, another branch that that just evolved differently because of the environment that they were in. So they didn't, you know, they they didn't hunt in packs and, and you know, build wheels and fires and stuff. They just lived in the marsh, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head with that. I think they're Denisovans, which are the, the missing link in our in the evolutionary mm. chain, as you say. Um, in fact, we do have a little pinky bone but it's not enough evidence to gain what these creatures actually look like. We could gain that they were probably eight to 10 feet tall and depending, and they lived relatively uh, recent with us before the last ice age, less than I think a hundred or 10,000 years ago. So I think there's definitely a possibility that they kind of veered off one way where we continued on a certain other path. And the fact that there, that, that there, there could be a potential that they, that that happened, I think is huge that there's that that's not out of the question at all. Yeah, well, it's it's interesting because I remember watching something that basically said the cow is the reason that humans developed the way they did, because cows back in the day, you know, the cows we know now are not not the cows that we've <laughs> bred cows to be kind of docile, you know, standstill creatures just so we can farm them and milk them and butcher them and all that stuff. But they used to be beasts that would kill people. Mm. Uh, and he, the, the reason they said that it kind of brought people together is a, a human could not kill one of these cows. They had to form communities and relationships with other people 
to kill them, you know, together. They had to hunt in packs. Yeah. And that was the first time that humans started started to be a community instead of just, you know, random, you know, just one family here, one family there, you know. Um, yeah, that's that's interesting. I like that. That's cool. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. And and again, if if they didn't have animals like that, or or they could kill animals like that themselves, well, you know, that just brain. Or know. we did it for them. Yeah, yeah, possibly. You know. <laughs> yeah, and maybe that's why they're bigger and stronger and all that stuff is because they had to evolve that way to mm-hmm. you know. The theories are endless. I mean, <laughs> I just saw it right there. You kind of got a little think in your in your in your, <laughs> your mind you're like oh that does make sense <laughs> yeah it's it's fun to it's fun to theorize these things because it's you know you, it's one of those things i one thing i've i've fallen in love with and i never really thought about this until i started podcasting and talking to people like you um it's like traditional science kind of ignores a lot of uh the paranormal the aliens the the you know the the Bigfoots, it's just like, ah, that's, that's not, uh, you know, even God and, and, and faith, if you think of it, they just kind of shoo it away, but they don't really have any reason. They just kind of don't want to talk about certain things, it seems. Uh, so I kind of like the alternative approach of exploring and theorizing things that, you know, traditional science kind of doesn't, well, doesn't teach you. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, up until uh, 1901, traditional science, uh, there, there was a, uh, a, the native people of Congo told science of this, this giraffe horse creature. That was a mix of the two, a mix of a giraffe and a horse just hanging out, chewing on these leaves, just chilling. And the science was like, absolutely no way. That's insane. And boom, 1901 rolls around, which isn't that long ago, mind you. And boom, you have the okapi, which is now an endangered protective animal in the Congo. So my point being is that new species are found every year. And that that thing's a half a ton. And that was that remained hidden until the 1900s. What what can still remain hidden that you've put a little bit of intelligence into. It's not a not a question, not a peak of, of of fascination that that this thing could survive absolutely it's uh it's fascinating and the the other this is not a theory this was a comic book trope that my brother and i <laughs> thought of so we we developed a whole comic book universe and uh, maybe one day we'll we'll figure out the mechanics and actually you know put put some out uh but one of the things yeah, i think i'm the one who came up with it was that bigfoot are just aliens who we just carry you know there's a whole planet full of bigfoot out there they just travel to earth like to camp like it's just a camping to them Mm. uh but they don't want to interact with humans because we're just dumb you know so they (laughs) they they try to keep to themselves they they you know they come and go all the time that's why there's so many in so many different places they just pick a location on earth they want to take the family on a camping trip and fly on down fly on (laughs) yeah And that's, you know, you say it's for a comic book, but that's not too far fetched because a lot of people do uh, do share that philosophy. That's not my philosophy. I think they're a biological animal, such as a bear or like a person or or a a rat, we'll say. Um, But there are people that do feel that they're connected to, um, 
you know, UFOs and, and that they are aliens and stuff like that. I myself, I don't, I, I, I think that it's very important and commendable that you have a philosophy on what Bigfoot is, but I don't think it's, it's not my philosophy. Uh, but what I, what I would tell anybody that, that, that um, shows there that, that feels that they are, you know, interdimensional, intradimensional is another uh, big thing that people said they are, um, is show me some evidence of your theory and back it up and then we could talk, but nobody's ever taken me up on that so far. So that's why, and just my evidence has pointed me into the direction of that they're a physical being, which is why I feel that they are. Do, and I, I think that's much more uh, reasonable and realistic, your your view. I think it's it's a fun thought that they could be aliens, but I mean, it, in, uh, in the comics, we had, <laughs> again, my stupid idea, when the comet hit the earth to wipe out the dinosaurs, it didn't actually kill dinosaurs. The dinosaurs built spaceships and flew away. Yeah. <laughs> so well. there are planets of different dinosaurs as well. So it's a you know you can you can tie everything in if you want to be. <laughs> we took nothing off the table. You, That's funny. Oh, I I think the idea was that the comet the only species that stayed were unicorns and that's why they're. <laughs> think, yeah. Um. <clears throat> so your your show, uh, you've been doing it. Uh, what two three years or how long? Uh, have you since been doing it? Uh, 2016, we started the show. Oh wow, so six years yeah yeah it's it. been been going on a while we're actually filming our seventh season right now so we're kicking it in high gear for for that we're going out um like i said we're coming to, down by you to florida and we got a whole bunch of other expeditions this year we're going to uh west virginia pennsylvania new york vermont maine ohio there's i mean we're going all over so um you know, if, if anybody wants to check us out, they're more than welcome to check out our Facebook page. And it has all the events listed of where we're going to be. A lot of uh, really cool events coming up this summer that uh, people could check out. And how do you, I mean, is it, in essence, you, you prepare like you're going camping? obviously with extra cameras and stuff like that. It's, it's yeah, it's camping on steroids is what I like to tell people. So, so yeah, we, we bring out our normal camping gear that everybody has, but then we'll also bring out, um, you know, our thermal imaging cameras, uh, our night vision cameras, trail cameras, um, hunting stuff. I mean, anything else that you can imagine that would help assist um, look or try to locate or find evidence of a Bigfoot, we're going we're gonna to attempt to use our voice recorders. We have a ton of voice recorders that we have outgoing. If you... Uh not a fully formed thought in my head so we'll see how this comes out <laughs> if you ever encountered a bigfoot meaning you know you turned uh, you were walking through the woods you turned and just whoops here we are face to face um I mean, would you shit your pants? <laughs> like, yeah. you know, would you try to? Would you try to communicate? <clears throat> would you run? I, I, it's a, not that you've necessarily. Yes, I would. Yes, is the answer. <laughs> um, all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I would if I would crap or pee first, uh, <laughs> and then scream or faint. Not sure which one would be first, or try to run. I don't know. It's a very good question, though. But um, I honestly, I couldn't tell you if I had that, if they had that class A. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, when I say class A, that's what I, I meant. The sighting is like, a, it can't be anything else type of thing. Yeah. And then a lot of people will ask too, well, you know, 
that's what got you into it. Like my main mission of the show is to try to find out what through rocks. Well, my mission for why I got into Bigfooting is try to find out what threw rocks at me in North Florida. So now if I have that class A Bigfoot sighting right there, it's going to be like, oh man, am I going to, am I going to keep at it and be more intrigued or am I going to go back to playing video games every day? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I would think hopefully not the latter. Yeah. Well, so, and maybe the answer to his question would be unknown because presumably the, so I, my first thought was, is there any evidence a Bigfoot would ever kill a person? But I guess there probably wouldn't be evidence if they had. It would just be this person meant went missing in the woods. Um, so, yeah, I've never a, heard of a Bigfoot attacking someone. No, and I haven't either, which is why um, I think they're they're um, going back to their intelligence. I think that if they know if 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 they attack a person, which they they can. I mean, if they're if they're what people say they are seven to eight foot tall thousand pound creatures they can attack us no problem and yeah. they they obviously know that if they're intelligent uh it's just they have to know that they shouldn't or don't or if they do and cover it up pretty good i don't know you know yeah they have to well and it's a sign of intelligence having some sort of moral or ethical thought of it you know you don't hmm. unnecessarily kill uh and presumably they don't eat people or if they did you, you would assume they'd come into the cities and just start grabbing yeah. people like a, well, you I, know <laughs> and i i just don't think they would need to have any interaction with humans yeah i, I wouldn't want to have any interaction with us either to be honest right well because most people i talked i talked about this when i had a couple guys on that on a trail cam they caught an alien and you know, it's not doctored footage. There's no explanation for what this thing could be. It's no way a human. It's not any, mm -hmm. it, it was emitting light. You know, there's really not much explanation as to what it could be aside from being an alien. Um, but I, I was talking to them and I was saying the problem, humanity, and I don't know if this is a human condition or, you know, we don't know other species well enough to know, we would most likely want to entrap an alien or a Bigfoot, put them in a cage, do a bunch of experiments and tests on them. Uh, you know, not wouldn't be a fun time <laughs> for to to run into humanity. Um, my joke with them was I'd be like, I'd be looking to be like, is this alien a male or a female? Can I put my dick in it? Um, <laughs> like that would be like I'd want to drink with it and have fun and you know I. I would be cool with a Bigfoot. Just be like, hey, don't kill me. Here, here, here. Here's some whiskey. Have some fun. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me teach you what this is. Just don't get drunk and kill me. <laughs> um, but I don't think that's not humans in general. It's more like, oh, let's see if, if I set you on fire, what happens to you? Yeah. Well, and, and you don't know. Um, but, but I think it's worked for them for so long. They don't need to experience or experiment with uh, getting to know us at all. I, yeah, I, I think they've, I would assume they've witnessed us enough to know that we're just not, I don't want to say not worthy that that's probably not the right, right word, but not, not worth their time. 
exactly uh, not not worth their time now but at the same situation this is what a bigfoot expedition does is we actually try to go out and lure uh, a bigfoot into our camp we'll go out and do vocalizations and then you know we'll hike back into camp and and there's different techniques we use to do that but in in all of the techniques it's to try to get the bigfoot as, as close to camp as possible so we can try to gain some photographic evidence or audio evidence any type of evidence that we could possibly gain so i do think they're inquisitive as well because we have been able to gain some really cool evidence that way so you know i think they're 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 smart enough but they're they're inquisitive enough that they that they do get close to us because that's why we have sightings right yeah they've I, I, I almost wonder if eventually they, they, you know, it, it's a weird, it's a weird thought. To, if eventually they're like, fuck it, these humans, they're, they're all over the place. We might as well just, we might as well bite the bullet and just, you know, yeah, try to, I try mean, to coexist kind of thing. Yeah. Cohabitate eventually. And unfortunately I think it's going to come to that. Like the, the way that, that we're going to get, find out if bigfoot is is real or is out there is by getting like thermal drones up in the air and that's how we're going to do it it's and um you know they're still super expensive more expensive than i can get my hands on but it, rapidly the price is decreasing on them so, so as soon as investigators can start getting and the public can start getting their hands on on more advanced technology i think we're going to know percentage wise if bigfoot is out there or not that's not going to be a 70 percent for me anymore that'll be a low number or a high number you know what i mean yeah yeah we'll see we just need to get elon musk to focus his energy on bigfoot instead of mars right i mean it's so it can't be that expensive to look for bigfoot i don't know no no if you you know i was i was talking to a, a real life a phd in astrophysics and um he was saying, you know, uh, the colony on Mars, that kind of thing. He's like, I don't know that that actually does much to advance humanity. Mm. Like there's it, it, a lot of the I, I'm big into space travel idea, but he, he brought up some very good points of a lot of it's more vanity and saying, uh, hey, we did this. Sure. And it's actually advancing human cause. I would think from a from a we live on Earth. If Bigfoot are here, <laughs> it would be more worth our time and investment to discover them officially um, one way or another. It's the same way with the ocean exploration. We only know 30% of our ocean's floor. That's, uh, that, that's actually another, uh, and I think this was from someone else's theory. Um, my brother-in-law uh, had brought up, again, going back to, talking when we were just theorizing about the comics he was saying that there's i think there's a theory that somewhere on the ocean floor is actually a pathway for alien space travel mm -hmm. um that we just haven't spent the time or maybe maybe we know it's there but the elites don't want us to know <laughs> um but it, it almost like a um uh 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 in Guardians of the Galaxy, I don't know if you've watched the Marvel movies or not. There's they travel through the universe through little portals just that exist through right. the universe, kind of like kind of like black holes, wormholes, whatever. Yeah. Right, uh, but right. but they you know they have a map so they know how to travel where they want to go, and I I think it's 
not i don't think this is my brother-in-law's theory i think this is someone else that he heard on joe rogan or something that the bottom of the ocean there is one of these so mm -hmm. aliens can actually come and go just through the water that's um, uh, actually a theory about Bigfoot is that they're interdimensional too, is that they, they find these portals and that they can go in and out of these portals. And that's why uh, there's no clear footage of Bigfoot is because they're blurry. They're always, they're always going into a different dimension, which is um, interesting to say the least. Again, it's not my philosophy, but um, yeah, it's, it's cool to think about. Yeah, well, that's, that's interesting because I had brought that up when talking about uh ghosts and spirits mm. and stuff i'm like yep. and and the guy you know paranormal expert i had on uh was was talking about that that is a kind of a multiverse kind of theory where they they're in this home and all of a sudden you know people are walking through them and other people are living inside of their house that kind of thing and they yeah some of them get angry some of them just do weird things um, but that was a, a, you know, he said that's a legitimate theory when it comes to the paranormal type stuff, too, is there just beings that cross over uh, and, you know, it's, yeah, that's an interesting, you can tie all of this together if you think about it, the ghosts, <laughs> the aliens, the Bigfoot. Um, of course, you will get people who would say none of them are real. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 I have naysayers. <laughs> Well, I have a hard time with that because there's so much evidence and I know people can can have creative imagination. Uh, there's so much evidence that there's, you know, maybe not all of those things are real, you know, aliens, well, Bigfoot, ghosts, but some of it has to be. There's here's, no way. Here's the, the bottom line is you can't prove something doesn't exist. And right. and. And you can't say that someone who had a sighting didn't see what they saw. So you could, you, as much as you want to think that they didn't or whatever, whatever you may, you know, may, may be doing, but um, it, it's, it's always the possibility is out there. And it's that, it's that one. I remember my, my uh, science teacher, Mr. Warbitz, back in uh, middle school, he did this thing. It's a study of the, the atmosphere and the stars and how many billions and billions of stars there are. And he wrote it on the board and then how many could support life and how many have planets and how many did blah, blah, blah. And there was a couple left. You know, there wasn't many, but there was, there was definitely, you know, some, some hundreds of millions of uh, potential stars that had the potential for another Earth-like planet. All you need is one. And that's the same thing with Bigfoot. You know, you could have 999 uh, witness sightings of a bear standing up on two feet, but then you have the one that's not. Right. And that's the cool one. Yeah, it's... Uh, and I do think that adults, as you... I, I think this is a logical and uh, way of maturing almost... Adults rationalize everything they see, they hear, uh, most adults do, where, you know, you, you hear a weird noise. And, you know, the, the thing I always found funny is the, the house, oh, that's the house is settling. Like, what does that mean? Uh, but, but children, they, you know, there's a monster in my closet. There's a monster mm -hmm. under my bed. I saw a ghost or something, you know, these kind of things. Children are more 
you know, actually receptive to seeing things because they don't rationalize everything as, you know, if I, if I heard a voice in the, and I have, while I'm laying in bed, I've heard voices and I can't make out the words. And I'm like, I assume my next door neighbor turned their TV up super loud. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I've gotten around walking around and it's like, I just assume that my next door neighbor woke up in the middle of the night and decided to crank the radio or so, you know, doesn't really yeah. make any more sense than there <laughs> being a, a spirit trying to communicate with me, frankly, because my neighbors don't show that sort of uh, nightlife or uh, <laughs> erraticness. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, but again, in my head, it's just, well, that must be uh, the neighbors just blasting, you know, I, I doesn't really that again if you think about it that almost makes less sense than, <laughs> well than depends on who you ask someone's trying to communicate with me from another realm um but i think a lot of adult again if they see a tree split or something like that they're gonna say well obviously it was a bear not a bigfoot mm -hmm. um now with your story i don't think bears are capable of throwing things like that <laughs> With the rocks now, and all that. Yeah. Now, the only thing that could throw things in the woods are humans or monkeys. And Florida does have a, a very relic population of escaped monkeys. Uh, actually, in the in the uh, Ocala area, in the Inverness uh, area, um, oh. Salt Springs. Yeah, they were filming um, the movie down there, and they just let the monkeys go. So there are a breeding population of very small monkeys near the Ocala Fort National Forest, which is nowhere near where i had my experience which is in Torrey state park which is up uh next to georgia so complete different uh different areas so i don't think there could be you know that leaves what a person or a bigfoot those are the only two things yeah well and if there were small monkeys there's no way they're throwing a boulder <laughs> no yeah exactly well and that's the thing they're they're not going to throw a, uh, and they're not going to have the accuracy they're not going to have the, the, the they're not going to throw a laptop sized boulder through through woods so that's and, and and the fact that they all missed you seems like the the i mean better than human coordination well, and, and i i think that if if i think that was on purpose if they wanted to hit us i think that they more than more than it when i say they it or he or she could have um definitely hit us if they wanted to but it they didn't do that on purpose it was definitely it seemed like a very um calculated placement of where these things were landing as to not hit us and, and that's you know or, or or our cars or our tent or anything that's you know i mean they all landed within a five foot radius i mean that's pretty that's pretty good well an nfl quarterback couldn't throw a football that no. accurately no that absolutely not yeah yeah so basically absolutely. we need to recruit the bigfoot to come play in the nfl yeah yeah you could probably help the giants out a little bit <laughs> and and they would be appropriate to play for the giants <laughs> <laughs> it's uh uh i'm i'm, I'm gonna ask you a dumb question uh sasquatch bigfoot those the same thing basically is it That's just not a, a dumb word? question <laughs> yeah so so everywhere has a different name so my show big red eye red eye big red eye is northwestern new jersey's bigfoot so like in ohio you have the grass man florida you have the skunk ape down in south florida and mm. then in um 
in the on the west coast and the you know olympic mountains pacific northwest you have sasquatch okay so it's just different vernacular for correct yeah and i think uh, same thing with the uh, with different um continents every continent besides antarctica has a as a bigfoot type creature on it like uh, you have the yeti in, oh, right yeah in, and then the yowie in australia and stuff like that the yarin in china um they all have their and i think they're kind of related cousins i don't think they're necessarily brothers or sisters but i think they're definitely kind of is the uh, abominable snowman is that a form of bigfoot or is yeah that, that would a... be uh, <laughs> uh, uh another name for the yeti gotcha okay mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah see that's uh, one thing that's funny is i guarantee you people who listen to this will be like i'm glad you asked that because i thought that was yeah, I, no. I felt stupid. You, know, I... <laughs> you, you want to know what people don't, and and I'll, one of these people, and I, I don't even, I and I should when I when I get into podcasts is people I, like I think there's a lot of Bigfoot out there. People, some people think that there's just one, and I don't think that's possible because you need to have a breeding population. Right. And some people, when I say that there's more than one, they're like, oh my god. But it, I think there's like. Uh, like 2000 in North America. And I think there's like nine of them, two family groups in New Jersey. Yeah. Well, you would have to, if you thought there was only one and, and I'm glad that, that I did not have to ask that question because I just <laughs> assumed there, first of all, there, there are sightings from Florida to Washington. Uh, you know, the, this Bigfoot travels quite a bit if there's only one. Uh, <laughs> got some wheels on him. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's immortal, apparently, he or she, because <laughs> yeah. he's never died or never had to procreate or anything like that. Mm. So, yeah, that's that that I would say from a... I, and I shouldn't say this, but that would be on, like, how could you think that there's only one Bigfoot? <laughs> yeah, hey. You never know. You never well, know. Well, I, I, I guess if you've only heard one story, sighting, encounter kind of thing, that would make some sense. Uh, it's and, also the kind of thing of how can you think that, that um, how, how could people think that Bigfoot are aliens? I, right. I don't have that, you know, but hey, it's possible, I suppose so. So if there's just one Bigfoot, man, I suppose it's possible. That's true. And and maybe the immortal Bigfoot is listening to this podcast. He's yeah. like, you idiot, there is only one of me. I can do whatever <laughs> the hell I want because I'm immortal. <laughs> <laughs> this mic is so damn close to finding me. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep pulling them in and disappearing yeah, yeah. and going someplace else. <laughs> that's that is kind of an interesting. That's actually uh, in in talking about the the movie i was i was telling you about earlier that i'm I, i'm thinking of a, a theme for it and uh i'm like it should be a comedy where the bigfoot's just messing with people like he's just there you like go. you see me now nope i'm gone <laughs> <laughs> i just want you to get so close to finding me and whoop, i'm out <laughs> <laughs> just just give you the grainiest of footage of what was that has to be blurry as long yeah, as it's blurry it it's okay well, that's the, um, you know, it's funny. The guy I was talking about earlier who had the trail cam footage of the alien, hmm. uh, the alien uh, broke the camera, uh, not physically. It like exploded the right. camera with like a burst of energy. They're like, there's no, he had the footage cause it was, you know, streaming to his right whatever, but, um, 
the camera was broken and they're like there's no no explanation for that um but i don't know that that kind of makes me think you know <laughs> whatever that was is probably close friends with bigfoot hey because <laughs> it's like hey you can get a little glimpse but you're not going to get anything conclusive <laughs> because we don't want you to uh, yeah who knows the, the patterson gimlin film the famous one in california that one was uh that was pretty clear they've actually just uh restabilized it now so it's like super clear if you go on youtube you can see a new uh, digitized version of it i'll check that out yeah i was watching a bunch uh when i first reached out to you i was watching a bunch of videos on youtube yours and others uh of uh you know little glimpses with my with my son and we're just like did you see it what was that was that it was that what we're looking at um but it does i actually intentionally wanted to watch it with him because what i was saying earlier is they're kind of you know i i would be like ah that was just a wind causing some you know it was just a, right. a branch that must have flown in and out where he's more uh open to oh i saw that yeah that was yeah. that was it yeah um but yeah, I'll, I'll I'll have to check out that that one you just mentioned uh, with with him, so he can show me where the bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. It's uh, would you uh, and I like what you said about your your YouTube channel because I I I think that's even going back to me talking about this with my kids. I think we lack the outdoors kind of activity that we should have. I think it's good for people to be in nature safely, of course, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, be a lot better if, you know, mosquitoes didn't exist. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, would you encourage people to, other people to to go searching for bigfoot or would it just be go outdoors go camping go explore? well yeah um to be to be quite honest bigfooting is not for everybody uh there's a certain level of um heightened experiences that you have when bigfooting and it's just not not meant for everybody um right so that being said i've also picked up like fishing like I've never, I, I never, you know, before Bigfooting never got into fishing survival stuff. Like I could like go outside and like build a shelter and start a fire and stuff. Like that's cool. Never thought I could do that kind of manly. Um, but you don't have to do any of that. You could just go for a hike or a walk and see, go around your property. Like, I, I think it's so important that, that my show is, is even like, you're the perfect example because it's first like, from just the initial contact that we had, you started saying, you thinking about what you could do about making maybe a video up there in your, your brother's property. And that is the coolest thing. And now it got to like, oh man, it could be a Bigfoot video. That is the cool, that is the reason why I made this series. So thank you for, for doing that. And I, I'm sure your, 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 your kids thank you as well. And they will. Yeah, hopefully we'll we'll see. Oh, it depends <laughs> on how many mosquitoes that is. Yeah, well, that's you know I, the the two things that keep me from doing that, you know, bigfooting, is um, mosquitoes and frogs. I'm definitely afraid of frogs. Really? Yeah, and at my brother's <laughs> house, like I, I 
late at night frogs start you don't see a frog during the day ever but late yeah. at night there's some big frogs hopping around huh. <laughs> i've i've uh i could see it i've never heard of anybody that was scared of a frog but i could see it they jump <laughs> and they're 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 i get it in uh i was in costa rica less than a month ago that's probably not a place to go if you're scared of frogs my friend yeah well <laughs> did could not you never saw a frog during the day <laughs> and at night there were some big frogs that would come hopping around however in costa rica they are afraid of humans it mm. so it seems i would walk i'd see a frog it would instantly tr start hopping away from me as fast as it could i'm like <laughs> good in america these fuckers they hop on they, they come at me they're aggressive <laughs> they're the aggressors in this relationship <laughs> So, but I, I, I was talking to a local, um, that I ran into and, and she had a dog and I like was walking out the door as she was walking by and I hopped back, you know, and she's, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no, it's, it's fine. I'm not afraid of dogs. It was just a bad timing thing. Like, I'm not afraid of dogs, only frogs. She's like, frogs, they're so small. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's like, she's like, they are very poisonous down here though. I'm like, oh. Well then, everyone should be afraid of them. <laughs> Why is this not a big thing? You're you're shaming me because it's 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 not great to be six two, you know, two hundred seventy pounds and be afraid of a frog that's this big. <laughs> it's not a good look when I cower away from a frog. <laughs> but you know, that's funny. It is what it is, right? <laughs> I, I would actually be less afraid of encountering a Bigfoot than a frog. There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, so I do have that going for me. <laughs> uh, Mike, so tell, uh, and I'll link everything in the show notes, but tell my listeners, uh, you know, where they can find you, obviously on YouTube and any social media, uh, Facebook, I know you'd mentioned. Uh, yeah, uh, we're, we're all over. Um, Facebook is in the shadow of Big Red Eye, just name of the show uh instagram is shadow of red eye and then our youtube channel where we do all the cool stuff at is uh, uh sussex county bigfoot is the channel name and the show is again in the shadow of big red eye and you could find um all of our stuff through there we sell dvds some merchandise all that good stuff um through our facebook pages and our social media platforms so it, it helps the show out if uh, if you're any of your your viewers you know happen to pick up a decal or something like that definitely supports the cause awesome yeah and uh and again i've 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 been very entertained watching uh the uh, not just the the show you have on the youtube channel but the other stuff you have on the youtube channel too it's not oh, all great. the you know the pro produced show it's some just random videos so it's a lot of fun uh a big time a big time suck if you really dive into it <laughs> but it's a fun way to uh, spend your time especially if you go through one of your you know, one of those YouTube binges that I feel like everyone does that now. You got to do it. You got to do it every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, I highly encourage it. And uh, I will, I will probably uh, after this podcast, I'm going to be like, ah, oh, dang it. I thought of all these other Bigfoot theories now that it, my brain's been kind of <laughs> percolating. <laughs> uh, so you might get some weird emails from me in the yeah. future. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Anytime uh but mike thanks so much for joining me man hey it's been a great time thanks jeff thank you everybody who's uh, the fan of the podcast uh it's been great it's been a, a really fun time actually so thank you <laughs> and i didn't choke on my sandwich so no you didn't you were good <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Thanks, Mike. See ya. All right. That was it. That was the episode. Thank you, Mike Famalont. I uh, got the name right now. Uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, I find that the whole thing kind of fascinating. Uh, you know, not only the weather they exist, but the different theories on what they might be. You know, just I find stuff like that interesting. And I bought a sticker uh, off his uh, off his website of a of a Bigfoot being uh, sucked into a uh, alien spaceship. Uh, I just found it very funny and appropriate. So I need to find a nice place to uh, to put that uh, that sticker uh, and uh, check hit check out his website. Check out his videos. Uh, buy yourself a Bigfoot sticker. You can do it off his uh, store on uh, Facebook. Uh, so check it out. It was a lot of fun chatting with him, and uh, I look forward to watching more of his videos uh, in the future. So that'll do it. Uh, I'm recording this before the NFL draft, um, but uh, the NFL draft just happened, so I probably think the Saints got all the right players to win the Super Bowl. Uh, hey, do me a favor. Uh, follow me on the socials, the, the Elon Musk's Twitter uh, on Facebook, on uh, TikTok now, uh, Instagram. I uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And, uh, you know, let's uh, let's keep the ball rolling, folks. Let's uh, help me uh, get better by, by letting me know you're out there. Give me the ratings on all those places, IMDb, uh, Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, all those places. I appreciate you for listening and uh, i will be back next week uh we have a uh, uh a guest who recorded an episode with me uh last year that uh due to a series of unfortunate events never got published and is lost completely currently uh well and forever <laughs> so uh he came back with me and uh, had a great time we talk a lot about uh finances and stuff like that but it's a fun uh you know uh entertaining uh discussion not not to not a boring one at all so check back next week for me and him uh thank you all again for listening and uh see you next week <laughs>